you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Before we go any further, I'd like to talk a minute to those of you who don't sleep well at night. Losing precious hours of sleep is something few of us can afford to do. Your doctor will tell you that plenty of sound, restful sleep is something we all must have. And here's a way to help get it. Before you retire at night, drink hot. A glass full of Horlicks. Don't eat a lot of late supper. Besides, you'll find a glass full of Horlicks ample nourishment last thing at night. And here's what Horlicks does. It soothes and relaxes you and prevents night hunger, reduces restlessness, and helps promote sounder, more refreshing sleep. You'll soon discover that when you wake next morning. You'll feel so much more alert, more wide awake, as fit as a fiddle. If you're troubled with lack of proper sleep, by all means try this Horlick plan. You can get Horlicks, you know, in either natural or chocolate flavor. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Well, if you were with us yesterday when we went to Pine Ridge, you, you learned that Mr. Donahue, who purchased three shares of stock in the Great Western Sterling Silver Company Monday, turned out to be a representative of the Department of Justice. He was sent there to investigate the sale of fraudulent stock and has now arrested Lum on the charge of violating the Blue Sky Law. As we look in on our friends today, we find Lum locked in the Pine Ridge Jail. Abner is just returning from a trip around town trying to raise a bond for Lum's release. Listen. Yeah, how did you come out, Abner? Did you get it? Why, I got some signed up, Lum. I'll tell you, a $5,000 bond is pretty hard to raise around this town. Yeah, well, they had no business setting a bond for any such amount as that in the first place. I ain't going to try to run off. No. Well, I think we'll get it raised all right. I wish you'd hurry up. I don't want to get out of here. Yeah, well, I, uh, some I, I never got to see, Lum. I just thought I'd drop around and see them tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, I just figured I'd take the whole day tomorrow and talk to them I've never seen today. Well, that's the trouble. Keep putting it off that way. You oughtn't to never put nothing off till tomorrow that you can do today, Abner. You know that old lettered saying of mine, tomorrow never comes. Well, I just figure it. Huh? I say tomorrow never comes. What's the reason it don't? Well, it just don't, that's all. You mean that there ain't going to be no tomorrow? Oh, yeah, there is a tomorrow, all right, but it just don't ever get here. Well, I know that it always has. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I bet it gets here. Yeah, you just lose your bet then for tomorrow will never get here. Anybody knows that. You mean that you think the world is coming to an end tonight? No, Abner, but when tomorrow gets here, it's today. Oh, <laughs> why, you must be mixed up on your days, Mom. Today's today. In the morning when we get up, why, it'll be tomorrow. No, no, there's where you're wrong. In the morning when we get up, it'll be today. You mean that I'll, I'll get up today for tomorrow, a whole day ahead of myself? No, you still don't understand what I mean. Well, I've done got up once today. I know I ain't going back to bed and get up again. Why, of course not. When you go to bed tonight, tomorrow is tomorrow. But when you get up in the morning, it'll start being today. Well, that's the craziest talk I ever heard a man make. I don't see how you could get yourself so mixed up. I'm mixed up. You said you're aiming on getting the rest of them signers on the bond tomorrow, and I said tomorrow I'll never get you, and it won't. Well, if that's the case, why, 
I'll just wait till day after tomorrow, then. Well, day after tomorrow won't get you in either. It won't? Oh, my goodness alive. See, day after tomorrow is all there's two days ahead of us. See, day after tomorrow will be tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, it can't be tomorrow and day after tomorrow both, Lon. You're, you're, you're trying to crowd two days into one. Can't be but one day at a time. It's just 24 hours a day. No, you're just mixed up, Abner. Yesterday, today was tomorrow. Uh, don't get you worse off now than ever. You're trying to crowd three days into one. I ain't no such a thing. Yeah, don't it? Juan Abner, you're the hardest fellow to explain anything to I've ever seen in my life. Well, I can understand something with some sense to it. But you you're just to... trying to start an argument. That's what you're doing. No, I ain't. I'm just trying to find out about it. Dog, if there ain't going to be no tomorrow, why, I've got a lot of stuff to tend to. No, there ain't no use to get excited about it now. You can go on the same as usual. I'm just saying, don't put things off till tomorrow. You ought to finish getting that bond signed today. Bond nothing. I've got a heap more important things than that to tend to if tomorrow ain't coming. I've got a lot of repenting to do. Repenting? Yes, sir. I'm going over right now to Eli Wilkins and tell him that horse I traded him the other day is blind as a bat and swapped back with him. I want to pay my church dues. <laughs> That's the thing I've got to tend to. I won't have no time to get up no bond. Well, there ain't nothing to worry about, Abner. Just can't well, be Well, now, there might me. not be nothing for you to worry about. I don't know how you've been living, but I, doggies, I'm going to be a busy man tonight. I just wish you'd have told me about this sooner, Lom. When did you first find out about it? Well, I've always known it. Well, you sure kept it to yourself. I... Wait a minute. What was it you said a minute ago about yesterday? Well, uh, yes. Oh, I... I said yesterday, today was tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Ah, uh, Lom, uh, you're feeling all right, ain't you? Feeling all right? Well, yes, feeling fine. Why? Oh, nothing, nothing. I just wondered. Uh, you ain't had no falls recent, have you? Falls? Yeah, you, you, you ain't bumped your head no way. Why, no. Well, I did fall down the stairs to my barn loft a day or two ago, but I never hurt myself none. It, is. it was right funny. I'd been up there looking for a hen's nest and started down the stairs. Wait a minute here. How'd you know about that anyway? Oh, I just... Fishing, maybe it has. You sure you never bumped your head? Oh, no, it never hurt me none, thank you. You don't sort of get dizzy when you stand up or nothing, do you? Oh, no, no, now, don't worry about it. It never hurt me none. I'd have said something about it if I'd have got hurt. Well, now, maybe you're hurt and don't know it, Mom. Well, that's mighty thought of you to take that much interest in me, Abner, but I know I ain't hurt, so just forget about it. Well, can you recollect things all right? Well, of course I can recollect things. Well, let's see. What have they got you locked up in jail here for? Why, they claim I violated the blue sky law. But if I did, I never noticed. Well, uh, do you recollect that Mr. Donahue's mined some stock from me day before yesterday? Well, sure, he bought a hundred dollars worth. That's right. Well, uh, who, who was it he arrested you yesterday? Well, Mr. Don. Hey, what are you trying to do? Trying to cross that? No, no, now, don't get excited, Lum. I never meant no harm right now. It's all right. Everything's all right now. Just can't be Well, look at yonder. There comes Harry Seastrong. <laughs> nice of him to drop over to see me. Uh, get that bond ready for him to find him. That is Harry Seastrong. Huh? That's Dick Huddleston. Oh, why, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> I recollect now he said he'd be over here. He said yesterday he'd be over tomorrow. Well, he's a day early then, ain't he? Why, no. He's right on time. 
Today's the morning. Why, no, today. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's all right now, Lom. Don't get excited now. It's all right now. Just, just sit down now. Rest yourself now. Uh, Lom, I, I sort of want to speak to Dick a minute before he gets there. You know, just, just let a private matter touch me and him. Oh, sure. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Now, wait just a minute, Dick. I want to talk to you. Well, sure. What's the matter? Howdy, Lom. Yeah, howdy, Dick. Excuse us just a minute. Oh, sure. It's all right. All right. Oh, no, that I'm sure proud you come over, Dick. I'm just about not worried to death. Well, what's the matter, Edna? I'm worried about Lom. About Lom? Yes, sir, Dick. I, I hate to say it, but I'm just afraid old Lom's losing his reason. Losing his reason? <laughs> Whatever made you think such a thing as that? <laughs> well, I hit the fact. You know who he said you was when you come up just now? Said you was Edna Seastrong. <laughs> well, that's no sign, Abner. Edra and I have been mistaken for each other lots of times. And Lum's eyes aren't any too good, either. No, and his mind ain't neither. I believe he's just worried so much about this silver mine and getting arrested just in and told in jail and all that it's just this accident. Why, well, he's been doing some of the craziest talk just now that I ever heard a human do. Clean out of his head. Had me scared to death. Well, that's it. Whenever I seen you coming up, I, I was just trying to figure out some way to slip away from here without him a notion it. He's that'll, I tell you. And that fall might have had something to do with it, too. What fall? Why, he fell down his barn steps the other night. He said that it never hurt him, but he must have hit his head against something, and he's just an addle now that he don't recollect it. Well, uh, what's he been saying, Abner? Why, he says that the world is coming to an end. That the world's coming to an end? Yes, sir. Tonight. Says tomorrow won't get here. Well, for goodness sake. Well, oh, uh, that's a shame. Because it's the last day, huh? That's what he says. It, it's awful sad, but <laughs> some of the arguments he puts up about tomorrow not getting here just downright funny. Well, uh, come on, let's, let's go on over, and I'll get him started on that subject and see what he says about tomorrow. Yeah, I just want you to hear him. Look at his eyes. You, you can tell he's off by looking at him. How you feel today, Lom? Oh, good as could be expected, I reckon, Dick. Worried myself clean out of my head. Oh, well, now, you'll get over that all right, Lom, I think. Oh, yes, I'll feel better tomorrow when I get out of here. Tomorrow? Yeah, you said you was going to finish getting the bond up tomorrow, didn't you? Well, I do know. Well, I'm proud to hear you talking that way. What way? What's the matter? Well, I don't know whether you recollected or not, Lum, but you told me a while ago that tomorrow I'd never get here. Today was the last day. <laughs> no, you never understood what I meant, Abner. I said tomorrow never comes. Said what, Lum? Why, you know that old saying, Dick. Tomorrow never comes. I was trying to learn Abner here not to put things off till tomorrow. Oh, why, sure. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're talking about. See there, Abner. Well, Lum's right about it, Abner. Tomorrow never comes. Why, of course it don't. You mean that you believe that too, Dick? 
Why, sure. Tomorrow will never get here. You see, Abner, tomorrow will be today, tomorrow. Why, yes. Today is the tomorrow we had yesterday, and day after tomorrow will be the tomorrow we have tomorrow. Look out, Dick. Put that stick of stove wood down there, Abner. What do you think you're doing? I don't stand back, me or you fellas. One is losing your mind, and if every one of you comes a step closer, I'm going to whop you over the head this stick of stove wood. I know that I just listen to all that kind of talk. <laughs> well, we can't blame Abner very much. I'm afraid we're a little confused ourselves. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear what Mrs. Anita B. Dunlap has to say. Mrs. Dunlap lives in Marion, Ohio, and writes as follows. My son had ten operations before he was seven weeks old. He was an incubator and instead of a medicine dropper. At the age of three weeks, he was started on your product, Horlicks. And then gradually, until at seven weeks old, he was taken out of the incubator. He cut all his teeth before he was one year old and never a bit of trouble. We want to thank Mrs. Dunlap. Hers is a very typical letter. It may surprise you to know that we receive many such letters from all over the country, from happy and grateful mothers who have reared their children on Horlicks. We certainly are glad to hear it proved so fine for her son, and we hope he continues in good health. This is Carlton Bricker, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horley. We now bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at the same time.